I just don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> kept that in did you realize that <laughs> yeah i liked it i thought it was pretty cool all right hello hello why did it sound like i said hello question mark hello <laughs> welcome to our podcast i'm kirsten i'm michelle and you didn't we say the podcast <laughs> <laughs> restart okay no 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 it's okay. okay i'm keeping that okay <laughs> true crimes and story times and today michelle's gonna tell us a true crime story Yes, I am. It's going to be a shorter one this week. I've been pretty busy. My power was out yesterday, so been, that kind of sucked. Been busy. And I worked a lot this week, so. Making that money. Yeah. Dude, that just reminded me of that. Is that a vine of that kid that they keep, he keeps getting hit in the head with a basketball and he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm dead. That's oh. funny. Okay, so today I'm covering the case of Elizabeth Olton. Have you ever heard of it? I don't think so. It's on the shorter side, but like I said, I was real busy, so there's not really, there's information on it, but I feel like not a lot, a lot. So, so Elizabeth Olton was born on December 15th, 1999, so. That's the day after my birthday. A year and a day after A year and a day. So. I thought that was kind of weird when I looked it up. Mm -hmm. She was born in Jefferson City, Missouri, but the story takes place in St. Martin's, Missouri. How close is that to Jefferson City? Do you Don't know? know. Did not look that up. It's okay. Um, she lived with her mom and her two other siblings, and there's not really a lot of information on her. She was, I believe, nine or ten at the time. Okay. So... On October 21st, 2009, Elizabeth was practicing for her upcoming play. Her mother was in the kitchen cooking dinner when she heard a knock at the door, and it was her six-year-old neighbor, Emma. She would ask to play with Elizabeth, which is completely normal. Like, the kids next door would hang out with her kids. Mm -hmm. They were, like, around the same age, mm -hmm. so, like, her brothers would hang out with the boys next door and vice versa. She would hang out with Emma, so this is nothing, like, out of the blue. Right. Um, at first, Patty, which is Elizabeth's mother, said no, but after Emma and Elizabeth kept begging her, she just gave in. You know how it is. As most parents probably would. Yeah. I mean, I've done that before to my parents, so. Oh, for sure. She told Elizabeth just to be back by 6 p.m. for dinner, because she was already cooking, so. Mm -hmm. And this would be the last time Patty saw Elizabeth alive. Mm hmm Which is very unfortunate. I hate, I don't hate covering kids' stories, but it's just, like, really sad. I mean, covering adult stories is really sad, too, but the kid ones just hit me in the heart. different. Yeah. yeah. 6 p.m. rolled around, and Elizabeth had not returned. This was not like her at all, and she always came home before dark. She was absolutely terrified of the dark. I feel that. Me, too. On a spiritual level, I hate the dark. I've gotten a lot better about it, but, like, I'm still kind of scared. It's not really scared of the dark. It's scared of what could be in the dark. What you can't see in yeah. the dark. But Austin always tells me, like, same things that are in there during the day. So. But you never know. 
there could be something in front of you and you just can't see it. True, true. Um, so Patty decided to call Emma's house and Emma lived with her grandmother, Karen. Uh, Karen answered the phone when Patty called and Patty asked if Elizabeth was there. And Karen said Elizabeth had never been there. Yikes. Um, Emma was home, but Elizabeth was not with her. So Patty decided to call the police right away. She felt sick to her stomach, like thinking about what was wrong because this was not like Elizabeth at all. She always came home on time. She never stayed out past dark like she was, she wasn't supposed to. And like anything could have happened. Exactly. She's like 10 years old. Right. So. Um, the police pretty much arrived right away along with the fire department and by 10 p.m. hundreds of people from the community showed up to help look for Elizabeth. Well, that's nice. Yeah. At this point, police told Patty they had no reason to believe any sort of foul play. They just thought she got lost. Mm -hmm. Um, but like she's walking from her neighbor's house. Right. Like how far How could she get lost? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Patty obviously knew better because Elizabeth would not and has never ran off. Mm-hmm. Like, she was a good kid, so. Right. Patty told the police that Elizabeth had a cell phone and she had been trying to call it all night. And she never got an answer and it would only go to voicemail. Yikes. That's just imagine, like. Such a sickening feeling, I am. Yeah. Like, like uh, that's what I'm not looking forward to as a mother. Like, when my kids get older and I can't get a hold of them. Yeah, my mom like will send me, like, a... helicopter uh, gifts and stuff. <laughs> like, ambulance gifts, like, uh-huh. as a joke. If I don't answer her mm-hmm. right away. Right. But, um, like, even at 22, my mom's like, answer me, obviously. Where are you? Yeah. I know, I was at the store the other day, and my mom kept texting me because she, like, heard sirens heading towards where we were at. Mm-hmm. And I was busy shopping. So she, like, blew my phone up. Shopping. What are you doing? I'm gonna call you. Where are you at? Yeah. Mom, I'm at the store. I'm sorry. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, but as a parent, I mean, you would be that same way with your kids. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So 24 hours after Elizabeth went missing, police requested an emergency ping of Elizabeth's cell phone. There was three pings, and they had all led to the woods behind Emma's house. Nice. So, like, what's going through your mind right now? What are you thinking right now about this story? Um, I think... Like, what do I think happened? Mm-hmm. I think she might have seen something in the woods and followed it. <laughs> Whether it was an animal or maybe it was a person, I don't know. Okay. Okay. That's what I That's what I think. I just want to know your first thoughts. That that was the first thing that popped in my head. Maybe someone lure, lured her to mm-hmm. the woods, but mm-hmm. if she was a good kid, I don't think she would follow somebody she didn't know. Yeah. You know? Right. So maybe it was like an animal. You know, like a 10-year-old, if they see a dog, they're like, oh. Yeah, I'm that's true. the dog. Mm-hmm. You know. That's a good point. The wooded area was very large, and the police had to request more help. The police called in cadaver dogs, helicopters, dive teams, but nothing was found. The police then came to the conclusion that they needed to interview the last person who saw her, which was six-year-old Emma. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. I think I actually have heard of this before. Really? It sounds very familiar, when but you... I don't know what happens. It just sounds familiar. Probably. Anyway, you can continue. Emma had multiple stories. At first, she said she had been with Elizabeth for an hour, and then she walked home. Next, she said they were in the woods, and she got stuck in a thorn bush. She then called out to her older sister, Alyssa. Alyssa Bustamante was Emma's 15-year-old half-sister. Emma and Alyssa also had two older brothers, and they all lived with their grandma, Karen. 
Alyssa Daylene Bustamante's grandparents. Gary and Karen took legal custody of her and her three younger siblings in 2002 since her mother Michelle, not me, had addiction issues and her father Caesar was serving time in prison. So both of her parents were kind of shit. Yeah. The Bustamante children were of similar age as the Olton children, which I already said. So they all got along. They all hung out. Like mm-hmm. it was nothing out of out of the usual. So the police soon realized that while looking for Elizabeth, all the neighborhood children were accounted for, except Alyssa. Hmm. Which that doesn't necessarily right away scream guilty, you know? Right. But it does scream suspicious. Sus. Very sus. At this point, the FBI was called in to help with the investigation. They questioned Alyssa and asked where she was on October 21st. Alyssa told them she had skipped school, but she had no idea where Elizabeth was, and the FBI wasn't really suspicious of Alyssa at first. At first. At first. Hmm. They soon became suspicious after Alyssa walked out with them into the woods, and an agent noticed a shallow hole and asked Alyssa about it. She told them she had dug the hole and, quote, liked digging holes and burying dead animals in them. Okay, now that. Red that flag. is a red flag. Waving it. Waving mm-hmm. it. I really need to print me one. So we can just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that answer definitely surprised them. They're yeah, like, what the fuck? A 15-year-old girl? I just like to dig holes and bury dead animals. That's like... like do you also like to kill the animals? Yeah, that's that's a good question. That's, I could, that, as a police officer, that would be my first question after that. Do yeah, like that's a good question because, like, what if she was just found a dead animal and then she buried it out of respect? Right, right. I mean, I could see that. I wouldn't want to touch it. <laughs> no, I definitely would not want to touch it. Okay. Um, they ob- obtained a search warrant for Alyssa's home, and what they found would be later recalled as spine chilling. Yikes. The agent that searched Alyssa's room found lots of disturbing things. There were lots of drawings and writings on her wall, which I don't think is out of the ordinary for a 15-year-old girl. Mm-mm. I probably had so many different quotes on my walls and, like, drawings yeah. and posters. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's necessarily anything out of the ordinary, but what they were about was. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It depends on what kind of drawings. Yeah. One of the writings said, it was written in blood, it was written in blood. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that means, but kind of miss it yeah Alyssa also wrote a poem about cutting herself saying i cut to see blood because i like it okay so maybe she does like killing the animals and mm-hmm. burying them so trigger warning uh obviously this is about to be mentioning of cutting suicide things like that so i forgot to mention that right before i said it also just because you cut yourself does not mean that you like to bury dead animals oh i guess that's true well she said she likes Some to people. see the blood yeah, but that's true. But, like, some people, you know, they they cut because I'm not really sure, like, the psychology behind that. Mm-hmm. I never really did that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm sure there's some type of mental, like... I think it's supposed to be, like, a release of pain. That would make sense. I guess is what I've heard. I don't know. Hmm. I'm not I a psychologist. I need to look more into it. Yeah. I never really looked into that. Mm-hmm. The more the agent searched, she soon realized that Alyssa had a fascination with hurting others, killing people, and even hurting herself. So, Yikes. On one wall, there was a drawing of someone with slash marks on the neck and arms. It also had a name next to it. Emma. Mm. So, like, she's drawing pictures of her sister dead, pretty much. Yikes. Emma's how old? 
Six. Six. Yikes. That's Six. Sad. Yeah. So Alyssa really struggled with her mental health. She had tried to commit suicide multiple times. In 2007, she was put in a psychiatric hospital for 10 days and was put on antidepressants. So she also had a fascination with hurting her family. On her YouTube channel, she filmed a video of her younger brothers. In the video, she tries to get her brothers to touch an electric fence. What the heck? Like, no. That's not a good idea. Uh, is that video still up? I, I don't know. I actually didn't look that up. I didn't really have time. But I should. We should. We should. She wrote, this is where it gets good. We get to see my brothers get hurt. Oh my goodness. On her YouTube profile, she listed cutting and killing people as her hobbies. She's got some messed up hobbies. Yeah, for sure. So, in Alyssa's room, they also found her journal. In her many entries, she talked about burning down a house with a family inside. That's just one thing she talked about in her journal. Oh my gosh. Like, that is terrible. Where does, where do, like, children get this idea? I mean, I guess she's a teenager, but I mean, this is 2007. This is when those, um, I'm trying to think of those websites that had, like, videos of, like, um, people getting killed, like, their heads like getting the smashed. Web. Not even the dark web. It was just regular old websites. What the heck? Back in, like, this those. day. Yeah. Like, I can't even think of one. Anywho. Yeah. Really bad videos. On, like, on the internet that you yeah. could just stumble upon. Exactly. That's messed up. So. She also wrote, well, my voice. She also wrote, if I don't talk about it, I bottle it up. And when I explode, someone's going to die. Yikes. This was written a week before Elizabeth died. So. Is that, um, what's it called? Foreshadowing? Mm, yeah. I would say so. Alyssa's last entry was dated October 21st, 2009. Which is the day she died. Elizabeth died. Or went missing. Mm-hmm. Went missing. Alyssa scribbled blue ink all over the other the entry, other than one sentence, which said, okay, I gotta go to church now, lol. Oh my gosh. She then attended a church dance. Interesting. Yeah, I thought so too. That's kind of messed up. So. Well, we'll find out what the rest of the journal entry said. So Alyssa was brought into the police station with her grandma, and before she was interviewed, a detective tried to salvage the last journal entry that Alyssa scribbled over. They tried to use a black light, and what they confer- they saw confirmed their worries. The only words they could make out were slit throat. Hmm. So, yeah. After she had, like, drawings of her little sister with, like, her... That's... Mm-hmm. Sick. That's chilling. Yeah. yeah. Later, detectives had the entry further investigated, and they were able to reveal the whole entry. It said, quote, I just fucking killed someone. I strangled them and slit their throat and stabbed them. Now they're dead. I don't know how to feel at the moment. It was amazing. As soon as you get over the, oh my god, I can't do this feeling, it's pretty enjoyable. I'm kind of nervous and shaky though right now. Okay, I gotta go to church now. LOL. Oh my gosh, what a psychopath. Yeah. At 15 years old. I'm sorry, but at 15 years old, I was not thinking about this. No, I was thinking about like Justin Bieber and One Direction. Of course you were, because you're a boy band girl. (laughs) I was thinking about Slipknot and (laughs) heavy metal bands. (laughs) We're like polar opposites, but the same at the same time. Yeah, for sure. I've expanded my 
my genres and music. Me too. Soon. Me too. I mean, I listened to a lot of Eminem back then too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, not me. The detective asked Alyssa what happened to Elizabeth. Alyssa's de- demeanor quickly changed. She was acting scared now. I would too. You she just, you killed somebody, <laughs> and they're finding it out. What you did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Sorry, no, it's funny. I mean, what did you think was going to happen? Right. So she didn't tell the truth right away about what happened to Elizabeth. In her first story, I feel like they never do. No, they never tell like, the truth mm, right It wasn't me. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. And they're like, well, maybe. Maybe I was a little involved. And then they're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I, I did probably it. did that. I think I think it was me. I blacked out. That's yeah. like most people's favorite line, and I'm like, no. it all happened so quick. I don't even know what happened. Right. Like I mm, can't even remember. Literally, I just blacked out. No, and y'all then, are lying. Stop and then lying. The next thing I knew, I was at church, and I was covered in blood. Yeah. Anywho, in her first story, Alyssa said. She and Elizabeth had walked through the woods together, and Elizabeth tripped, fell, and died instantly. Come so, on. So you just she just tripped and she died. How? Did she trip off a cliff? Right. And into a hole? <laughs> Literally. I mean, not to laugh, but like, yeah. Like what was I? What What do you expect? You just have to think. She's fifteen years old. She's. I mean, she doesn't really know. Yeah, I mean, she she's she just, really. Coming up with some BS. That's not really... Exactly. That is not an elaborate story at all. Like, no. So, police obviously knew this wasn't true. Obviously. I mean, we're not police, and we know that's not true. Obviously. So. They brought up the fact about Alyssa's journal entry and asked if Elizabeth's throat had been cut. She said, yes. Hmm. You don't say. Alyssa's grandma instantly burst into tears and walked out. Alyssa then told police that she would tell them what really happened. Trigger warning, people. She said she told her sister to go over and ask Elizabeth to play. Once Elizabeth was lured out of her house, Alyssa told Emma to go home. So she put her sister up to getting her to come out. Mm -hmm. Her six-year-old sister. Yeah, because they played all the time. Mm -hmm. So if Alyssa went over there and was like, hey, is Elizabeth home? First of all, that instantly makes her the guilty one. Right. Second of all, they don't really quote-unquote play, I don't think. You know, I think Alyssa was more so on her own. Yeah, I mean... Plus, they're not in the same age range. Right. Alyssa is 15. Elizabeth is... I want to actually say that she's 9. I think she was 9, because if she was born in 99, this is in In December, and this is in October 2009. Right. So, she, so she, wasn't she wasn't 10 She was almost 10. Yeah. So, Alyssa told Elizabeth that she had something to show her, but it would be about a 15-minute walk into the woods. Alyssa was concealing a kitchen knife at this time, and little did Elizabeth know Alyssa had actually dug a grave five days before and had been planning this for a while. Oh my gosh. Premeditated. So she had this, like, planned out. Yeah, for sure. Alyssa at first had been strangling Elizabeth, and then she grabbed the knife and stabbed her a total of seven times in the chest. Dang. Alyssa then cut Elizabeth's throat. Yikes. She then buried Elizabeth and covered her with leaves. Police had Alyssa lead them to the body because they weren't going to find it. Right. So. Elizabeth wasn't actually hidden well. Some of her body parts were sticking out from the leaves in the dirt. So she didn't do a very good job concealing no. the body. She didn't, like, I'm sure she dug, like, a foot deep and got tired. Right. Like, you really do need, like, a deep grave if you and want And she's probably like, this is fine. Yeah. 
I mean, she's 15, so she's probably kind of lazy. She's right. like, no, nah, I'm good. This is good. Right. So the evidence from the autopsy confirmed Alyssa's story about what she said happened. On November 17, 2009, Alyssa pled not guilty. Not guilty? First of all, you were the only one missing in the neighborhood, kids. You literally... You showed them the body. Told them you did it. Yeah. You told them. You basically confessed. Yeah. Anywho. She was indicted on first-degree murder. Indicted. She was indicted. <laughs> I said the indicted. C, the C is silent. Oh, my bad, my bad. We need I to think, look up these I words. I think that's how you pronounce it. Indicted. That sounds right. Indicted. We'll, we'll roll with it. Okay. Indicted. That That's it. Because earlier when I was typing it, I was like... Indicted or indicted mean <laughs> on first degree murder and armed criminal action due to using the knife. Um, Alyssa's defense said Alyssa should get a lighter sentence because at the time she suffered from severe mental health and that her medication resulted in her acting on her impulses. Um, I don't think I think the medication is supposed to do the opposite. Well, anywho, right? the prosecution came back and was like. Alyssa planned to kill Elizabeth at least five days before she actually did it, maybe more, because she dug that grave. Right. So, obviously, this was not on impulse. No. It wasn't just, like, no. She literally said. She had her sister lure her out. She dug the grave it was five planned. days before. It was planned. Yeah. She no. literally said, right? Yeah. It was not on when impulse. When she was talking to the police. Mm-hmm. So, the prosecution also said she killed because she wanted to know what it felt like to kill. Okay, but that doesn't give you the right. That doesn't make it okay. No, it doesn't. Well, the prosecution is the one that's trying to convict her. Oh. So they were like, nah, she killed because oh, she wanted okay. to know how Okay, to I got you, I got you. Yeah. In January 2012, she took a plea deal to the lesser charges of second-degree murder and armed criminal action. But isn't first-degree murder when it's, like, premeditated? I think so, yeah. But she took a plea deal. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to convict her, and she wasn't budging, mm-hmm. so. And she was, like, 15. Yeah. So she was But I think she was charged as an adult, though, mm-hmm. obviously. Okay. So, a few weeks later, she was sentenced to life imprisonment with the possibility of conditional release and a consecutive sentence of 30 years. Alyssa said to the family, quote, I know words can never be enough, and they can never adequately describe how horribly I feel for all this. If I could give my life to get her back, I would. I'm sorry. I don't believe a single word of that. No. She should never get out of prison. Like, no. I understand you're, like, 15 years old, and, you know. You're having a lot of mental health problems. I had a lot of mental health problems at 15. But, like... I think everyone goes through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel so many emotions. Mm Mm-hmm way deeper as a teenager when you're like going through puberty you're like mm-hmm. changing trying to figure out exactly. who you are as a person it's rough sometimes. it's definitely rough but like it doesn't give you an excuse to kill someone right Alyssa also saw many mental health professionals and they diagnosed her with major depressive disorder and borderline personality disorder <laughs> i don't have that but Mm-mm. i don't know what that's like i mean maybe off medication it makes you not i mean not yourself it's possible um, she was given the possibility of parole after 35 years plus five months. So when she's like 50. So this was what? Oh, this was in 2015. 2012. 2012. So 35 years. 35 years after 2012. And she was 15 at the time of the murder, which was 2007. So 2009. Five years. Oh, it was 2009. 2009. Yeah, so three years. So she would be 18 
plus 35 years, which is what? Well, 35 plus 10 is 45 plus 8 is 53, 52. Quick Something math. Jeez, like 53? Something like that, yeah. Is when she'll be eligible for parole. Wow, that's crazy. Plus three months. And that's just five months. Possibility. That doesn't necessarily right. mean she's getting out. Right. Um, so the prosecutor said these sentences are appropriate and fit what happened to Elizabeth at the hands of a truly evil individual who strangled and stabbed an innocent child simply for the thrill of it. I agree. Yeah. Four years into her life sentence, Alyssa tried to file for an appeal. She testified that when she accepted the plea agreement, she did not fully understand the current state of law on sentencing juveniles as an adult and would have possibly put her fate in the hands of a jury instead. Girl, you would have still been guilty. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't change what happened. No. Like, you're still guilty. Yeah. You still killed her. Yeah. Her appeal was denied in 2014. As it should be. Rot. Rot. What a messed up individual. At 15 years old. Right. Like, I understand mental health can do a lot to, like, fuck you up, but, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't give you an excuse to kill anybody. No. Just for the thrill Or treat it. people like shit, either. Right. Like, not an excuse. Period. I don't understand how she wants to, like, put it all on her mental health, which it played a big part of it, but... For sure. I mean, not everybody who has mental health problems goes out and kills somebody. Right. You know? Definitely not. And that's, like, a huge stigma around mental health is you're, you're crazy and all this other stuff. It's right. not true. And it's people like this that make it seem like exactly. everybody who has mental health problems. When they try to use that as an excuse. Right. Like. Yeah. No, you're just messed up. For sure. Definitely messed up. A lot. So. I think, but I, I, yeah, I think I have heard of this story. Probably. Very vaguely. But yeah. it has been a while. It was a pretty that short a one, one this week, guys. That was Sorry a good one. about that. Just been very it. busy, so it was interesting. It was. I I agree. Um, I get some of my ideas on TikTok, and I actually saw this one on TikTok. Really? So I will link the TikTok in the show notes, and also my sources, because mm-hmm. obviously TikToks aren't long enough to get all the information. Right. It was a good one. I liked it. Nice. Good job. That's it, guys. All right. We'll uh, see you next week. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.